is our first podcast. Welcome Woo! to the TM New Home Connection. It's what we've named it. We've coined it. That's it. It's what we're doing. Um, I am Christy Durrett. I am with Turner Mingham Real Estate. I have been with them for four years now. Before that, I was in new home sales for about 18 years, and I am joined with my co-host, Christy Price. Hello, I'm Christy Price. Um, I have been with Turner Mangum for a little over two years now, and prior to that, um, I spent 10 years in real estate and three of those years in new home sales. Hey, and now we're here doing this together. Yes, Christy and Christy. That's right, Durrett and Price. Yeah, Durrett and Price. That's easier. <laughs> Y'all, our first guest, the Turner to our Turner Mangum, we have Jared Turner. Founder of Turner Mangum, Mr. Jared Turner. Yay! How are you, Jared? I am exceptionally well today. How are you, Christy? I'm good. I drank half my tea, though. So Again. I know. <laughs> I know. That's okay. It is okay. So, Jared, tell us the story. Tell us the story of Turner Mangum. How was it in the beginning? The story of Turner Mangum? <sighs> Not many people know the story. Well, I kind of like it that way. <laughs> New Home Connection will connect them. That's to, right. <laughs> to We're the story. Bringing this story to the forefront. So Turner Mangum is a family-owned and operated brokerage mm -hmm. in Houston, Texas, mm -hmm. with a big emphasis on new homes, because that is primarily my background. So my background, 2001, I stumbled upon a job in new home sales, right? Nobody grows up saying they want to sell new homes. No. Mm -hmm. Right? Christy Duretzel new homes, Christy Price new homes. That was never something you wanted to do growing up. Never right? knew it was an option. Actually. I didn't even know it existed. No. I didn't know it was a thing. No, me either. Okay. <laughs> so my senior year of college, I am going to night school at University of Houston, 10 hours shy of my engineering degree. Ooh, that explains a lot. Yeah, about that does him. explain a lot. 10 hours shy. And Working a couple different jobs, poor like you wouldn't believe. Uh, I think I was making seven fifty an hour at the time. Ooh. Had a one-year-old. Wait, doing what? What were you doing at the time? So at the time, I just transitioned from being a teller at a bank. Right? I can see that. <laughs> well, they, they closed at 7, so I could go to night school at 8 o'clock. Um, and then I transitioned into farmer's insurance thinking that's what I wanted to do as a career. Ooh. Okay, well this was 20 something years ago. And while I was out prospecting, I ran into a buddy of mine who had somehow gotten into new homes. And again, had no idea this career was even an option. Who was your buddy? Uh, Tommy Walker. Oh, okay. Oh. Who, shout out, Tommy Walker. Yeah. Crosby knows him as TJ. So Tommy is <laughs> the the reason. And he, he got on to me a couple different times. We need to go to lunch. We need to do this. We need to do that. Because you do not need to be an insurance agent. You need to go into new home sales, work weekends. And that was just, that was the turnoff, right? You don't work every weekend. But again, this, this whole industry was new to me. I'd never even heard of selling new homes right but i'm x amount of debt at u of h i still have my one-year-old at home right melissa and i've been married for two three years at the time and tommy finally talked me into going to lunch and we're at lunch and he shows me his paycheck from the previous month and it was like 10 months worth of pay for me wow and I was Tommy, I, was, I said, I, what are you gonna do with all this money? Like, like this is, you, you made all this in one month? And it was like two and a half, three closings, right? But back then the average price was like 130,000. Mm -hmm. <clears> so 
I said, okay, I will interview with your manager and we'll just see where it goes. So 10 days later, I interview with Beezer Homes and I'll never forget it. The manager at the time, I, I point blank asked him, because again, I'm about to graduate with my engineering degree. And I point blank asked him, what do you expect a first year sales consultant to make? And this was 2001, right? Yeah. He said, if you don't make 70 grand, you're going to be fired. And that was like double what the engineering degree would have paid for the first few years once I started. <clears throat> and so like a lot of us, I accepted the job and then you, you speak with, with the missus and, and you plan say, Hey, I know this is weekends, but we can make a lot of money here. So we're going to do this for a few years. We're going to do it for a few years. We're going to save money. I'm going to get my degree and we're going to live that, that normal Monday through Friday life. Right? Yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah. It was like 10 years, <laughs> that 15 didn't happen. years, 15 years later, you years. know, you, it's the new home side of things was, um, was just jaw dropping it. We, we owe everything to it. It was a, it was a life changer. Um, financially, the people we met, and I just, I just immersed myself in it. It was, it was, it was something I never knew of, like I said, and a couple years with Beezer, a couple years with another builder, um, ended up being 15 years total because I, I didn't think of it as a, as a job. It was something that I really enjoyed doing, but it was providing for the family and it was providing very well. And so Again, fast forward 15 years of doing that. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a super competitive person. Yes. I may be laid back, but I'll rip your arm off if I need to, to get a deal. <laughs> right. And so at the time, 2014 ish, there were some certain real estate agents. There were some certain teams out there who you partner with, who you hear about, who are number one, who are this, who are that. And I just remember thinking, I can do that. I can do that. Keller Williams trained them, EXP trained them, Coldwell Banker trained those guys. They don't know anything about what we do. I can do that. So in 2014, my developer came to me and said, we have a 60 to 90 day gap, right? which is common in the industry. 60, 90 days is not a big deal, but I know that that's probably more like a six to seven month gap as opposed to a two to three month gap. Mm -hmm. And I had no preparation. I had a big backlog. Um, I had registration cards for my new section and I just picked the phone and quit. It was just time, you know, when you know, and I don't know what it was. I didn't even start my real estate license yet. I had no broker lined up. I just said, this is it, this is what I'm gonna do. And so I called my manager, Charlene at Lennar, um, <laughs> gave her my notice. She thought I was joking because it ended up being April Fool's Day. I had no idea it was April Fool's Day. That's how random this, this act was. And I walked out the door and it took me a while to get my license because I didn't know exactly what was needed for that. I hadn't, I had done no research. I just knew I could do it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it took a little while to get going, to get my licensing, to find a broker. My broker is actually Donna Mangum, who is my mother-in-law. Um, so she was the, I guess the second Turner Mangum edition, if you will. I was the first for six months trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing. Um, I'm calling expireds. I'm calling foreclosures. I'm knocking on doors. And that's the tough part because at Lennar, I was, I was always, if not the top, I was one of the top. And so you go from this big backlog to calling an expired listing and try to explain to them how you can help them. Yep. They don't know me. They don't know. I was NHC of the year the last four years. They know nothing, <laughs> right? So it was, it was grounding, but at the same time, I knew I could do it. I just knew I could do it, right? And so 
my brother-in-law, Caleb Mangum, was a ripe 22 at the time, graduating Sam Houston with a marketing degree. Donna was getting her broker license for me. I said, listen, I just need the broker license. I'll pay for it. I think she was still a barber at the time. And that was the early days of TM. It was waiting for my brother-in-law to graduate to help me in marketing, waiting for my mother-in-law to get her broker's license, and me just trying to figure it out. So what was the goal at that time for Turner Mangum? Like what, what was your vision for the company in the early days? It was very simple. It was, I sold new homes for 15 years. My son was about 15 at the time. Okay, my daughter was 11. It was to catch up on family time. That's all it was. It was to take a break, mm -hmm. catch up on family time. I had been smart with my money. I psyched myself out saying, listen, I only need to sell 1.2 homes a month to pay my bills. And that's just the way I broke it down is if I can't, I've been in this business for 15 years. If I can't sell 1.2 homes a month, then I'll go back to the model home. And so I didn't start selling 1.2 homes a month for like six months. It's not as easy as, as, as people think. Yeah, it's not. But the premise was to catch up on family time, things that we had missed out on, because again, new home sales is super rewarding, can be financially, but it does pull on the family side of things. You are the last one to birthday parties if you even show up. Mm -hmm. You're not at t-ball games on Saturday. You're not at church on Sunday most of the time because you have to be there at noon. So the whole premise was to catch up. But then once TM gets rolling, early 15, the, competitive, the competitiveness comes out, right? If you sell one home, you want to sell two. <laughs> if you sell two, you want to sell four. If you sell four, you want to sell eight. And then the vision started to, to be the team that is there to help not to ask, right? And so, because the, the partners that we had always worked with, everything was about them. Everything was about that partner, right? What deal do you have for me? What can you do for me? When, when, is the, when are you gonna bring me a client, right? It's those types of things. To where we wanted to, to flip the script, um, to where, listen, with my background, I can help this sales counselor at Lennar, at DR Horton, at Meritage, whatever. We can pour into this as almost like a, a secondary manager, but from the real estate side, from the resale side, that had never, been, had never been done in the market before, ever, 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 for two reasons. One, nobody had our resume, mm -hmm. right? And two, you've got to want to do it. Yeah. You've got to want to pour into people and to, and to help. And what happened was, and it happened pretty quick, is if I help one sales counselor, then that turns into two, then that turns into four, then that turns into eight, right? And so 2014 was, was tough to get off the ground. 2015, I think we closed maybe 26 homes, something like that. And then 2016, we closed 127, and it, was, it just started to snowball from there. Uh, I brought on my sister, Jade Turner, um, so there was four of us in the office at that point, and I think 20, the next year we closed almost 200 homes, just us four. And it's, it's just, these are true resale closings, right? These are not listings. And, and we're just running all over the place, all over the place. And that's just, we, people called us where we were needed. We weren't knocking on doors at that point. The word of mouth had spread so well um, that people were calling us to help them. And that's, that's the premise of TM is we are here to help in any way we possibly can. And the, the proof is in the, the proverb, ver, proverbial pudding. We've been the number one broker for the past two years by a long shot, not a Keller Williams, not an AXP, not a Coldwell, not somebody that's been on the market for 40 years. But for us that have, we're rounding like year seven or eight. Mm -hmm. um, and it all started with just, I really want to try something different. 
And that's what we did. So how would you describe Turner Mangum now in the present, 2023? What would you say our business goal is? Business goal? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like goals too much. <laughs> I like goals. You like goals. I love goals. <laughs> My goal is, yes, we have, we have goals centered around numbers. Of course we do, mm -hmm. right? But what has made TM so successful is to worry about people and not processes, right? So a Christy Durrett, a Christy Price, these are people that cannot be replaced in this industry, right? There is no way in the world if one of you two left today that anybody out there right now could fill your shoes. And I think the important thing is realizing that because so many brokerages rely on a process that is a plug and play process. Mm -hmm. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. We plug and play. We know it. we can implement those processes. But again, a Christie price is not replaceable. She does the work of 10 people. Well, thank you. Christie Durrett does the work of 10. You just can't. So the goal is to take care of your people in whatever that means. Okay. That can be, that can be pay, that can be structure, that can be, um, just, just being there for that person. And then everything else falls into place after that. It just falls into place. And the same goes with our builder partners. We represent more builders in Houston than anybody else. Mm -hmm. That's why yep. we are, what can we do? What was your last quarter? Let's try to make it better. What is your biggest pain point? Let's try to help to make it better right? It's not where are my deals. Mm -hmm. And that is the backbone of real estate is asking about deals, setting yourself up on a pedestal because that's what all these brokerages teach you to do to market yourself to where we do the exact opposite. And guess what? Nobody else is going to do it because one, they don't have the experience to do it. And two, they don't want to do it. Yeah. They want to prop themselves up. And so my goal is to take care of you guys. We've, we have about 15, 16 on the team now. And if I take care of what I need to take care of, then everything else just falls into place. I mean, it has. We closed more homes last year than the two and three real estate company combined. And it's literally, it's not, hey, we need to have X amount of closings. It's who are we not touching? Yeah, it's all happened very organically. 100% organic. Just whenever we meet with builders we tell them the story we tell them what we're going to do it's it, it's almost like it's a different mindset yeah it, it really changes the way that they think about partnering with a brokership or with a broker um it's a it's a partnership that nobody else can duplicate you know one one thing that we like to say is we're uncopyable yeah and we are uncopyable nobody can do what we do period no, I, and I think a lot of that attributes to we're builder centric, which mm -hmm. is a word that I like to use about Turner Mangum. We're very builder centric. That's basically our only venture that we have in the real estate market here in Houston. So we don't have other focuses. You know, we don't turn the builder world off and then go to commercial or training or you know what I mean we, we only focus on builder and I think that has a lot to do with all of our backgrounds coming from builders where we are sales consultants trained by builders not real estate agents trained by Remax or Keller Williams so I think we're very good at staying in our lane yeah and our lane is new home construction um, and that's just something that we we nourish and we take care of and if you do that then the results will always be positive. Yeah. You know, sometimes that's financial, sometimes it's relationships, but at the end of the day, it's all going to pay off. I think a lot of it is relationships. It's a hundred percent relationships. I mean, we don't focus on profits and number like commission numbers. I mean, we really focus on who are we partnering with? Okay. How many people did, do we need to see that wanted to yep. see us and who wanted to meet with us? Because I feel like we're constantly being asked to talk to new people or it's a cliche of taking care of people and good things happen. But that is truly, we take care of, we take care of our people, but with an expertise and a background that nobody else has. Right. And that's the uncopyable part mm -hmm. of it.
No, I would agree. I mean, you can't replicate. Durrett was in the model home for 18 years. 18 years. And it's just a passion. And there's some people that love it. And, and you can't teach that. You can't. Um, again, I didn't even know that the job existed. I had no clue. But Either. when I found it, I'm like, well, I don't even need to finish college. I, I have found my career. I will just. <laughs> and, so, and by the way, I'm still 10 hours shy of my engineering degree. Oh, I'm about two years shy at Baylor, but I'm not going back. 20 something so. years later. So I didn't take one more class. No. After Beezer hired me. No. Hmm. I found it. I found my niche. I figured out that this job existed and then I figured out how to make it around the beltway Ooh. and then I was like well I'm set I'm staying in Houston done so but speaking of new home sales and then that was your background is there anything that you miss about being a new home sales consultant anything I miss <laughs> well don't say it like that yes anything you miss um honestly not really well, we appreciate the honesty. Because we're honest. having, <laughs> because we enjoy what we do now on yes. this side so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe some of the camaraderie on some of the meetings and, and oh, those types now, of things. I feel like, no, you were not a yeah. meeting person. Uh, well, I've never been a meeting person and no. I never will be a meeting person. No. That's not so. what this is about. But. The thing is, I think we're still so close to it. I don't feel like I'm removed from it. Yeah, I can see that. That's so true. We are. Yeah. We're still very much immersed in the day-to-day. -day, I mean, we're know, in 10, 20, it. 30 models yes. a week. So I really don't feel like we're, we're totally removed from it. Right. right. Um, we're just there in a different role. Right. A better role. A role that we're able to help from all the years of our experience. Correct. So what's the craziest thing that's happened to you in a model home? The craziest thing that's happened to me in a model home. Not like cancellations and <laughs> and those types of things, right? No. Durrett might remember this. There was a, because I, I got hit by it. Um, there was a, two ladies. This must have been like 2006 or seven. And what they would do is one would come in first and inquire about the model. And most of us at Lenar at the time, we didn't have partners. Most of us. Yeah. Right. And you had two model homes, right? Mm -hmm. So she would come in, introduce herself, and then she would want the model tour. Fine. I do that 10 times a day, right. all day long. Right. So we take the tour. And this is, you know, 20, 30 minutes, whatever, because I have two models and I come back and I'm walking with her, right? Mm -hmm. My entire office is cleaned out. <laughs> yeah. My laptop is gone. I mean, back then I didn't have an iPad, but anything of value, everything was gone, rifled through, gone. And the lady puts on this big. Um, show drama oh my god blah blah because we're standing right there right and we're looking around looking around because it's only been 20 30 minutes yeah and so I'm calling the police she's like hey here's my number I can attest to anything and she leaves right please show up 10 minutes later 15 minutes later he was like you're the sixth model they've hit in the last two days so Jared yes you're kind of like a phantom in the industry. Totally. You're not showy. You're not flashy. So um, I need phantom. five. I need five fast facts about Jared Turner. And go, go. Five fast facts. Yes, this isn't fast. Fast. Uh, we're already not fast. I know. <laughs> not fast. OCD. Mm-hmm. Not fast. No, no, you can't repeat. You can't repeat. Um, phantom. Even keeled. And funny. Okay, well, look. Mm. Oh, Hilarious. We're, we're going to have to just ask for some facts. 
Who's your favorite band? Oh. Favorite band. Mm -hmm. Or singer. As of right now, it's the Bacon Brothers. Oh my word. Kevin Bacon, the actor. I love Kevin Bacon. Did you know he had a band? No, They've but been I call on a good show. I call him the Baconator. I love him. So you need to look up Bacon Brothers. Really? Yes. This is like Michael C. Hall, the guy that plays Dexter. He has a band, and they're really good. Yes. So you would have never guessed that. Okay, Bacon. Is that for real though? Is it that is. for real? It is they for do real. have a band. No, is it for real? Like your favorite band. I mean, I don't really have a favorite band, but that's one that we enjoy going to watch. Like he's made it they a point put, to go see their show. They put on a good show. Okay, favorite movie. Do you watch movies? No, uh, I feel like you could say TV show because he and Caleb. Favorite movie. I don't really have a favorite movie. We don't watch a lot of movies. Jared. Um, I like this time of year. I like all the Halloween movies, the horror movies. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to take this because I actually love Halloween. Oh so. my gosh. Now I mean, how many Halloween, like the trilogy or whatever, how many movies are there actually? Okay. There's like 20 of them. Do you know I've never seen one of them? What? I've never seen one. But I'm going to well, take- you're not who I thought you were. Well, I'm going to take your answer though, that your favorite movie, movies are the Halloween movies. Yes. Take it. I would have Phantom. not guessed either of those things. What that about you or that you haven't seen it? Mm -hmm. I'm totally shocked at this moment. Nope, haven't. Seen what it. a revelation! <laughs> Insert eye roll. That was okay. A, that was a very, very poor five fast facts. Yes, it was. So OCD. Ask stupid questions, get stupid. No. <laughs> Jared, <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. I'm just so kidding. OCD. Let's talk about your OCD. So. I am a very structured, regimented, um, to-do list. I don't turn the page on a day unless everything is crossed off that to-do list. Speaking, hey, let me see your to-do list. No. Let me see it. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, let me see it. Uh-uh. <laughs> so Price is open, opening Jared's diary at yes, the moment. We, we call this Jared's diary. Is this? No. Is this a grocery list too? No. It says, well, you got your hair cut. That's crossed out. Today already? No, I didn't have time, so I just crossed it out. Well, how many, <laughs> how many, how many pages are in here? I'm not going to read anything that's embarrassing. There, there's only three pages. Do you like, just do you take pages new? out as they're Every done? Day. Every day. So this is just for today? The second page is. The second page is just for today? Yes. He better have blocked it all off. No, but this this is an interesting. There's a trailer in Pasadena. You have to drive to Pasadena today. Y'all, <laughs> I need something stronger in my tea. Okay, so I don't understand any of this. That's the. Point. I see TP written a lot, and then actually toilet paper is written out. It says TP here, toilet paper here. That's our office. TP here, but that's crossed off. Turn so. it place. What? Oh. It's not for the toilet the paper. That, there is not a toilet paper emergency. Not that I'm aware of. Anyway. Except, like there was. We've lived all. We've all lived. That was my meeting with now. the builder the other day. I'm not going to read yesterday. any of this. Well, there. But so that I'm trying explains. to find something, something juicy to to Fan give our listeners. But Phantom. Phantom. No. So okay. So well, that does explain though the whole engineering background. You are oh, very yeah. meticulous. Um, we do appreciate that you have a to-do list and that you cross things I don't off. feel like you do right now. I do. I, I love a good to-do list and that things get crossed off. I think that's very important. Dorette loves to write things down too. I write everything down. I don't. I and send it's a good emails. thing that Turner You send a lot of emails. You send a lot of emails. <laughs> I'm like, I like an email too for follow-up after I've written it down. The OCD leads to, uh, <laughs> do you print it too afterwards? Your email? Print. You I print it in the email. I I will. I will. When I was a new home sales consultant, I would and put it in their file. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. So back in your younger years, you. So you were going to be a basketball player. I or, was a basketball player. <laughs> oh, excuse really? me. Really? <laughs> in high school. <laughs> were you good? I was really good. Uh, define good. I mean, I was for really good. If anybody knows me back then, 
I was. They I was knew you good. for your your hoops, your court skills. What for are the white what's guy, the, I, could, I could play. He's yes. you're like the Crosby High School <sighs> basketball king. How tall are you? Five ten ish. And you play basketball? Yeah. In Crosby, they're. I was really good. <laughs> okay, so from Crosby. Uh -huh. Wait, no, no, back to this. Wait, hold on. Okay. What position did you play in basketball? Two shooting guard. I don't know. I don't know did what that you, means. Do you even know so what the positions are? I know what center is. The hoops. Oh, no, center is the big guy. But well, that's why I didn't think you played basketball. So. Well, they're not all centers. That's what I said. See, when we were talking about this, they're small players that are good. I guess that's true. Through middle school and high school, that's what I enjoyed to do was play basketball. Do you still play basketball? I haven't in a couple years, but okay. I used to. I was in a league a while back that we played. Wait, what? Five a.m. You were in a. You well, were in a it league? was a, not a league. A like bunch you had sweatbands around your head. I mean, you were five oh a.m. In a league? I've never worn a sweatband, no. I'm not sure what <laughs> That's just what leagues I'm you're in. We need TM sweatbands. Yes. But up until about three or four years ago, I played very regularly. In a league? At 5 a.m. So what changed? What? Um, partly pandemic, partly we got too busy. Oh, okay. the pandemic stopped your dream? You know, mom, mom. No, I'm still a basketball player. <laughs> if you haven't just played in two play. years. That's not like he's riding retired. a bike. He's retired. He's had to retire. But y'all have no idea. What was the name of your league? It was. It was at the gym. I don't even know. Just a group of guys to get together at five a.m. Five a.m. Five to seven. The five to seven. Yes. Two hours. Yes. That's a normal game. That seems lengthy. It was lengthy. What? Did y'all have jerseys? What was your number? No, we didn't have jerseys. What would your number be if you had to have a basketball? In high school, it was 23. 23? Oh, Lord. <laughs> what? What's 23 mean? Isn't that, am I wrong? That's Michael Jordan. Yes, thank you. Just a happy coincidence. Oh, oh no. okay. okay. Like, you don't get to totally pick your number in, in high school. I feel like you did. I feel like you took, what, they gave you that thinking you were the... JT was the MJ of Crosby. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! I'm just surprised that we knew that that was Michael Jordan. I think I know a few things about sports. I just didn't know you were in a league, and I'm blown away. Fancy. So for the promo for this episode, we're gonna need a picture. I mean, you played it in high school. Do you have a picture of you? Yeah, playing? black and white. Yeah, black, black and white. And white. Weren't you in high school in like what? The, I think the yearbook's the in black 90s? and white. It wasn't black and white in the nineties. In 90s. the nineties, yeah. It wasn't black and white in the nineties. I can get you Dead. a photo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can get you a photo. Yes. We're gonna need to put that as the the cover image for this, and we're gonna have to name this episode something like basketball themed. We can think about it. The, the, okay. JT's the MJ <laughs> of real estate. <laughs> okay. I feel like I've been bamboozled. So, uh, so what do you do outside of Turner Mingham? And basketball. Which I feel like is not a lot because it's I talked to you No, it is. Be, let's be honest. It is. Oh, you yeah. do have other Ranch hobbies. Trips. So. So we do like to get out to, um, we've got a place in West Texas that we deer hunt on. We get dirty, fill up feeders. Um, that's our, that's our getaway mm -hmm. and we don't get out there very much anymore because again, this, this thing is really, really taken off, but yeah, I know you call me 20 times a day. So there's not a lot of time for, for much else, but that's what, if I'm not working, we're either, we're usually there in, in West Texas. You have another house though. Yeah. You have a new found yeah, hobby. You have the that's... pair. Uh, we have a short-term rental on the Frio River. Do you like floating the river? Are you a river floater? What are they called? River rats? What do they call them? A river rat? Isn't that what they call them? That's what they, what do they call that's them? That's an internet sure. brand, I What think. are the river people called? Have y'all never floated the river? I've done it once, which being from Texas, I'm kind of shocked that I haven't done it more, but I've done it once, and I don't know that it was my thing. So it can be a lot of work. I was exhausted by the end of it. It can be a lot, depending on the water level, depending on who's with you. We haven't truly, truly floated in probably three or four years. We sit. 
So your home sit is, in the river. Yeah, you can just kind of go and you outside. Chill out. You hang it. out. Yeah. You people watch, watch the floaters. You check prices, emails. Um, <laughs> you I do those a, things. I have a lot of things to say. I know you always do. I know. Oh, you mean in general? Yes. yes. I thought I meant about the river. Yes, I call and email a lot. Why? Well, there's a lot going on. So like, what? Like, well, that's what I mean. We've got a lot going on. I got a lot of so hunting. The in, river. Anything outdoors. Outdoors. We love to be outdoors. Yes. Family and I. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Any other hobbies outside of real estate? There's no time right now. So no. Do you collect anything? I'm trying to find out something about you. You don't collect anything? No. Relationships with builders. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Okay. So. I don't. I don't have baseball cards or trinkets or watches or I'm not that guy. It's just his jersey. Just his jersey. <laughs> okay. But so in Crosby though, you're on property. Mm -hmm. So again, back to the outdoorsy thing. And did you, or do you have any interesting pets on your property? Interesting pets. Did so you... we do live on acreage at the moment. Um, we currently have four dogs. Four? Four dogs. We live out in the country. That's and my daughter cat. has a few cats. A few? A few. So four dogs and a few cats. Because I really have no idea how many cats there are. But they're not inside? No. Okay, they're like barn cats. Mm -hmm. Those are good cats. But they're you don't have cats. ranch dogs. You don't have property dogs. You have what kind of dogs? We... Well, I try to tell my wife they're hers. We have two Yorkies, which are the little yappers, four or five pounders. Yes. And then we have two basset hounds, which are, are amazing. What are the dogs' names? All four of them, what are their names? The bassets are Grady and Birdie. Grady? Grady. Grady and Birdie. And Birdie. Okay. Like Hope Floats, Birdie. I've Birdie. never seen that okay. movie. You've never seen Hope Floats? I don't watch movies. I've seen the movies that you and I quote together. Yes. Like 30. Sandler, we quote Back when we had time to watch movies. Grady yes. and yes. then the Yorkies. So no actual ranch dogs. Do they go to the ranch in West all, Texas? All four of them, yes. Oh. Yep. And you bring them in the car? We load them up. TM Travels. The whole, Grady and the whole gang. Grady. Grady and Birdie. Yes. The two Bassets. Yes. Mm -hmm. So no other animals? You have horses? Cows? Pigs? Are you a ranch hand? We don't have <laughs> those at the at the moment, but um, you know, at the ranch we feed the deer, we feed the hummingbirds, we feed the rabbits, we feed the wild pigs, all those things. Wild pigs? Well, yeah, well, yeah if you're on property, but the wild pigs are not nice. No, no, you we feed them, kill them. You just said you feed them to shoot them. Well, oh, to shoot them, to lure them in. Oh. At the ranch, you feed them to lure them. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, okay. Well, I thought. Well, you said you feed the deer, and I'm like, oh, this is nice. He to said, shoot well, them that's too. to shoot them as well. well. You also said hummingbirds, so I'm like, oh, you feed the hummingbirds. I wasn't thinking like shooting yeah. all these. All these. I've animals. never shot a hummingbird before. No, but hummingbirds are very mean. What? Hummingbirds. They fight each other. They fight each other. They're really mean. They're like bullies. Yeah, we're talking about hummingbirds. <laughs> but yes, they do fight. They fight over. The feeder. They fight over the juice. Yes, the nectar. Interesting, huh? Okay, I hadn't. I didn't know that about having birds. Yes, but okay. they get vicious. So when you first started in new home sales, what did Melissa think of all of this? Um, it's really again one of those where I wasn't sold on being an engineer. And we were so broke. Um, I, we just kind of made that pact that, hey, we're going to do this for a few years, mm -hmm. make some money, and then get out. And she was on board. Um, and, and we just never got out. Because there's always a backlog, right? You always have a backlog. You always have closings. You always have dirt deals that haven't closed yet. And But again, in, in the meantime just really enjoyed the business. It was it was tough on her because she had to bust the kids to baseball and select and 
the birthday parties and all those things. But it was that, it was just a sacrifice at that point. Um, because again, we're making money that an engineer's not going to make at the time. Yeah. Again, had no idea what this industry could do for you. So how does your schedule look now? Now? Compared to being in NHC. Because I feel like we work all the time, which we, which we love. Yes. We love. Like it's, it's very, it's different because we love what we do, but I, I feel like we work all the we time. We work seven days a week. Yeah. Because um, if you don't, you won't last in this business. Right. Right. Um, we're always on call. Yes. My routine now is alarm goes off at 4.30-ish. I'm in the office by 5.30, 5.45. Um, knock out emails until about 8 or 9. Till the phone starts ringing. That is a long time. What takes you so long doing emails? How many have you already said you send him a day? That's two and a half hours of <laughs> it's, emails. It's everything for the day. Yeah. Oh. Because it's you and I both know. And writing out his to-do list. Oh. You and I both know once you get in your car. Oh, it's over. It's yeah. Over. It's over. So if I have to go see somebody at nine or 10, grand opening, Durrett's pulling us to the next <laughs> community, Hannah's doing this in this community. Yes. Your day is. It's over. It's. It's pretty shop, right? Yeah. So that three or four hours in the morning, that, that quiet time is when I can line everything up for that entire day. Okay. I thought you were just like sending emails for two and a half hours. Like, I don't get any emails from you. That's a lot of emails. <laughs> but no, we, I don't send that many. You don't send very many emails. He's oh, yeah, a, I do. He does, just not to us. He just waits for our phone call. Uh. <laughs> so now that your family and... In particular, your kids have seen new home sales and then the creation and the success of Turner Mangum. Have either of them expressed interest in following in dad's footsteps in any capacity? My daughter, no. Um, she's a lot like I am. She's kind of my clone. Mm -hmm. She wants to do her own thing. And so we're going to let her do her own thing. Right now, that is culinary school. Yes. So she is running with that. She is a freshman in college baking at the moment. Okay. That is her passion. We're going to let her take her passion. And um, we've had some of her baking. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. It's, it's so amazing. She well, and again, that. it's that's what she wants to do. Yeah. And so you, anything she does, it's done with, she's super competitive. She's <laughs> going to do it right. And she's very OCD. Yeah. She will she will redo an entire cake if the top frosting doesn't fall the way she wants it to. Just like her dad. So she may be running this whole thing in about ten years, but right now <laughs> she's saying she wants nothing to do with it. My son, he's the older one. He actually has his real estate license now. Oh. Um good for him. This is a new development. What? See, that's a good line of questioning. What's it even? In our notes, but looky there. So Cole has his license. He has his license. He will probably join in a is couple of months. Is this breaking news? I guess it is. 2024, Turner oh. Mangum is going to have their newest employee, Cole Turner. That's the what? That's the plan as of whatever today is in October. Oh, look, we just got breaking news. The TNT yeah. has Is that been breaking spilled. news? I, well, I didn't know it. I didn't know it. Okay. Well, yeah. So that's... Well, Cole... That's the latest and greatest. If you're listening to your dad's <laughs> podcast, we're excited for you to come aboard. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So okay. what's Cole going to be doing? Or is that top secret? Oh. I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> oh, okay. He's probably going to be your gopher for six months. Yeah, gopher? yeah, everybody's gopher. I did get him a name badge. Yeah, a while back. I knew that because I did know he was helping out with some tasks. But the thing is, you want you want to show him perspective, right? Because you you can tell when somebody is handed something, and I don't think anybody on our team has ever handed anything, right? No, no, not that I know of. No, not that I know. <clears throat> and so we want to instill that in him as well, to where. No, he's never going to have to make seven bucks an hour, pay for his own college, you know, clean the building when after hours to make more money. He's never going to have to do that, right? But we're not going to give him the keys to the castle either. Mm -hmm. So I, 
I haven't thought a ton about it, but I foresee the first year or so is literally just whatever the grunt work is. <laughs> wherever a sign needs to be picked up, wherever, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. You know, we can teach them MLS and say, here's 200 listings. Put them in by oh, tomorrow. Blessing. Oh, blessing. He will be Vanessa's best friend. Oh. He will be Cheyenne's best friend. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a stopgap. So we want him to learn every aspect of the business um, just from the ground up. Well, that's exciting. So yeah, if you need somebody to wait for center point to turn on the gas, wait there for eight hours, like they make you do, you send the kid. Calls the guy. Okay. For now. Until his sister's the president. And yeah. <laughs> She's telling him what to do. Fires him or something. So, so your favorite restaurant is salt. Saltgrass. I mean, I think y'all ran with that. I like saltgrass. My favorite restaurant is actually grilling at home. Is what? Grilling at home. Oh, do you? Okay. Okay. But saltgrass is really good. I don't, I don't, I don't hate Anybody it. that knows Jared, if he's going to pick a spot, it's going to be saltgrass. And um, <laughs> Bryce and I, we tried to go elsewhere, but we know that's his, that's his comfort zone. When was the last zone. time we went to lunch? It's been. We have had time, but I feel like if we did, like if we, if we left and went to lunch, you'd be like, let's go to saltgrass and you get the. Yeah, what do you order there? I wouldn't even know what to order at Saltgrass. Is it the... It's it's either chicken Laredo or... Laredo chicken. Chicken Laredo or the steak. <laughs> it's a steakhouse. And I'm glad y'all are having a great time with this. So you would choose a Saltgrass steak over a different steakhouse steak? He would choose his own if he had to choose. If we're going somewhere nice, it's going to be Vic and Anthony's. It's going to be Perry's. It's going to be something like that. Saltgrass is a great middle of the road. He can Stop just get lunch. get fueled up and, go. and back out. He didn't have to wait I don't around. Why this is such a <laughs> such a mesmerizing I mean, event? Okay, take, well, take a vote. Do you like saltgrass? I will eat there. So she doesn't like saltgrass. No, that's a, <laughs> listen. If anybody from Saltgrass is listening, I, I'm fine with it. Y'all are nice, but let's okay. She's fine with it. Y'all are nice. Let's. <laughs> Y'all are nice means. Yeah. If you it's did fine. have Say something in your TMT mug, it uh -huh. would be tequila. tequila. Yeah. Right. That's your that's your drink of choice. Mm-hmm. Specific tequila. Right now it's um, Casamigos. Okay. Sorry, we don't have any in your cup. No. <laughs> Not yet. That's not the one with the bell, is it? No. What's the one with the bell called? That's the Azul. Ah. It's really good, though. And you do you just, you're a sipper? We're just sippers. Okay. Yeah, not every night, but we're in real estate. Okay. So sometimes. And sometimes you, when sometimes I call you late at night, I'm like, have you had some tequila? Because you're going to need some. <laughs> well, the problem is when you call at night, it's not a yes or no answer. It's a, what do you think about this budget and this and this and this and what should we do with this? And I'm trying to draw a flow chart after an 18-hour day. Brady and Birdie are just trying to sip their Casa. The, the price mind does not stop. It does not stop, no. It but, wheels keep stop. turning. But by 7, 8 o'clock, I can say yes or no. And that's but it's tough to really dig into, like, what's our financial budget for Q1? I have and you're like, what is it? <laughs> I have questions. Just tell me. <laughs> is there Just any, tell me. Is there anything else you would like to add about Turner Mingham? To add? Um, that you did not get to say. Anything else? <laughs> I mean, not really. It's. Uh, I, I think the special thing is we are an independent company. So we play by our rules. We don't care what, there's no corporate directive right. coming down on us. There's, nobody's telling us how to structure anything. We structure anything and everything we do by what our partners need. And I think we're really good at that. I think everybody has bought into that. Um, that's why we do have a small team because there are not a ton of people that, that just think that way. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why we're different. And that's why I think, or that's why I know that we're doing so well, um, is because 
different structures are better for our different partners, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Because we can, we can turn on a dime if we need to. And I think that's, that's the biggest difference is to have that ability. But again, when we do turn, it is directed by our experience and our background. And again, nobody, nobody can copy that. And copyable. Well, thank you, Jared. Thank you for having me. Well, you are our first guest because we wouldn't be here without you. That's right. Thank you for leaving new home sales and starting Turner Mangum those eight years ago, whenever that was. Eight-ish. Eight-ish years ago. So, Durrett and I love being a part of this team. We love every day for me every day just doesn't even feel like work i just i love what i do and you know it because all i do is talk to you and I ask you if you're having fun yes yeah yes sometimes there's a all the time all the time you're having fun yes <laughs> well this is not even a question well thank you for listening to our first episode of new home connection and we are rolling out a contest for you the listener so if you Follow, like, and subscribe to New Home Connection on Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, and our YouTube channel. You will be entered to win a one-night stay at the Post Oak Hotel in oh, Houston. What? Post it for a chance at the Posty. Okay. I'm here for it. Post it up. Posting for the Posty. Yes. And you will get a bonus... <laughs> There's a bonus to this. Breaking news. There a bonus entry. If you take a selfie, tag us on Instagram, but your selfie has to include your favorite Turner Mangum swag item. Yes. So that can be a Stanley, a notepad, a pen, a pen, hat, 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 t-shirt, t-shirts, any. calendar, calendar, any swag. Paperweight, anything. Oh, no one has a paperweight. No one has. Nobody wants to. Don't give out false information. So follow, (laughs) like, and subscribe for your entry to win and a bonus entry if you tag yourself in a selfie with your favorite swag item. Yes. And tune in next week. We have a very special guest. Um, He is, well, he was a hostess with the mostest, but now he is a division president of one of the most well-known builders in the nation. So we look forward to you tuning in. Thank you for listening. Talk to y'all next time.